Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey there, my name is Bree. And I'm Suze. We're the hosts of Crime and Spirits, a true crime and cocktail podcast. Do you love spooky stories and all things true crime? How about themed cocktails? Do you love those too? Well, that's perfect, because so do we. Yeah, in fact, we love them so much, we made an entire podcast all about it. Every week, we bring you a new episode that covers a different case or topic of interest. But first, we'll need drinks. Don't you worry, we've got you covered there. Every week, we'll teach you how to make a handcrafted cocktail that ties into the theme or topic in some way. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much every other platform available. New episodes roll out every Sunday. So buckle up and sip tight. We can't wait to talk some true crime with you. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome back to the long-awaited return of the Cryptid Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. My name is Dave and I am joined once again by the handsome, bespectacled, quaffed hair. Every time, every, (laughs) take a speech therapy class, it's not even a big word, bespectacled. It's not a big word, but it you is. You just have to imagine you're a British man with a mustache and just say bespectacled. Oh, I need my bespectacles so that way I can take a propaganda at this script here, yeah? <laughs> uh, but yeah, welcome back, everyone. I know we were gone for a while. Uh, I, I did Squonkapalooza, and then I took a couple weeks off to go home to, uh, to New Hampshire slash Maine. Uh, so we didn't really get a chance to record anything, but your patience has been uh rewarded even though he was right down the street dude it was uh, dude all right so all right (laughs) so uh, it wasn't really a vacation i had to go to take care of my mother-in-law's dog while my wife and her mom went to greece like a mediterranean cruise and within the first week so ali had the better time no she actually had a fucking terrible time (laughs) but uh But uh, the Prescott luck within within the first week of being there, my dog uh, shit straight blood, and I don't mean just like blood in its poop. I mean like just like blood clots. And so that was in the first week of being there. And then my mother in law's credit card that was tied to her internet account because she's a recurring billing uh, declined while I was there, so I didn't have internet for like a week and a half. And then (laughs) and then like the hurricane came through, the power went out, and it was all bad, dude. The last day I was there, I went out with Craig and uh, Colby got blackout and then just bro- had like a mental break and just sobbed for like three hours like ugly <laughs> cried in front of colby and craig <laughs> like it was it was not a fun experience but hey man <laughs> but i'm glad to be back whatever with you. let's talk about possibly imaginary things <laughs> <laughs> well how are you doing bud i'm sure the people want to know i'm good i held it down during the hurricane um i can't believe you even lost power well, it, dude, it's funny. It wasn't. Good. It wasn't when the hurricane came. It was like the week before. The when day it, after. When it, it was like the week before when it was like windy and rainy. Oh yeah, and, and like no, that wind shattered one of my uh, windows. Like it was already cracked, but I was just sitting there on the couch, and all of a sudden, a piece of glass just falls next to me. I'm like, really, <laughs> really happy. I'd like to sit on the left side of the couch, not the right. Ooh. Oh, you're a left sider too. 
Oh, left side hole. I'm a left sider too. So it's whatever's not near the wall. Okay. So in my bed, I'm on my the right because the left side goes up to the wall. Oh, see, I'm if I if a bed's against the wall, I'm a wall sleeper for sure. Okay. No, we differ in that. Nah, the demons can't get you. No, the demons can get you. No, they're they're coming in through the front door, like your bedroom door. And now I'm closer to the bedroom door. So you're so, I can, so you're faster to get eaten. I can get to my feet, start throwing fucking hands. True. I also meant personal demons, but you know whatever. Well, the personal demons have no. <laughs> there's no weaknesses <laughs> except these bad boys. Yeah. All right, Luke. I thought that would, I thought that drink would shake better. <laughs> so. I'm going to consider this this episode the kickoff to season two. In season two, I think we're going to do things a little bit bigger. Uh, probably do more multi-parters, I think, because I think the multi-parters are good. It's fun. I enjoy doing them because apparently what we learned last time is that it leads to a lot of surprises. And <laughs> it's kind of... <laughs> but what what is your rule? Uh, always read the full story before writing a script. I'll, I'm fine with cryptids, but if it's conspiracy theory, we need to know ahead of time if we're delving into the alt-right territory. Yeah, if, it, if at any point it mentions anything that involves blood libel, I'll be sure to just cut it off real quick, and we won't even yeah. talk about it ever again. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, so yeah, so to, so to kick off season two, I wanted to do a big one right out the bat. And Luke, you don't know what we're going to talk about. I do not. Okay. Well, Luke... On today's episode, I'm going to take you on a journey to a magical land, one filled with adventure, wonder, and excitement, where the smell of bronzer and stolian Red Bulls fills the air like the smell of leaves on a cool, crisp autumn day, where going to the gym and doing laundry isn't so much a chore, but a way of life. A place where you can buy a cannoli, a gun, and cash a check all within a single block, a land where you don't have to... Jersey Devil. Let me finish this. Hold on. <laughs> a land where you don't have to pay to get in, but you sure as shit got to pay to leave. This whimsical and dare I say beautiful place is known to many as the Garden State, but to the rest of the world, it is known as New Jersey. A bunch of dead dog states. <laughs> but we're not just going to talk about New Jersey. We're going to talk about the Pine Barrens and Luke. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to be talking about the Jersey Devil, baby, but we're not going to talk about the Jersey Devil sightings. What I wanted to focus on today is more the origin story of the Jersey Devil, because I feel like a lot of people don't know it, and I'll get into it in the script. But yeah, we're going to talk about the Pine Barrens. Uh, the Pine Barrens are simply the Pines, if you're like on a first name basis <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, if you're uh, real casual at the Ents. Is, uh, is one of the largest remaining Atlantic coastal Pine Barrens in the Northeast, along with the Long Island Central Pine Barrens and the Massachusetts Coastal Pine Barrens. Not going to lie, didn't realize Long Island was big enough to even hold a forest, but I know nothing of New York, so <laughs> I just assumed it was all just like... Dude, have you ever been to the, the Pine Barrens? In Jersey? Yeah. I've driven through them. Well, near him. I not like I didn't go into them. Nick goes a lot. It's fucked. But so it's on. Like, I I hiked the Appalachian Trail, and some of that is through the Pine Barrens. Yeah. When you enter that, it can go from not a cloud in the sky, bright as day, to nighttime. Oh, I believe it. It is obnoxiously dense and terrifying. <laughs> I thought it was metal as shit. Well, yeah, so I was stoked, but. Uh... but so I can see where some lore might pop out of that. Yeah. So I always wanted to know why it was called the Pine Barrens, because to me, Barrens means barren. 
But so I, I, I looked into it and it gets the name Pine Barrens because, well, it can sustain pines, obviously, and other fauna like it's too dark, uh, rare pygmy pitch pines, <laughs> uh, lady slippers. And it is home to 850 different species of plants, with 92 of those being threatened or endangered. Uh, but it can't really grow much of anything else in sense of like crops. So when European settlers arrived, uh, they realized they couldn't grow shit there because the soil I found out is mostly sand and it's super acidic. So they dubbed it the the barrens because while it can grow stuff, it's not the soil that we would use to do crops. So there's like, fuck it, this land is cursed. It's the barrens. <laughs> That's pretty much what it came down to. Um, but for one of my get for like for what I gathered, it's a pretty beautiful area. Like there are rivers and lakes and camping and trails. Like you said, you hiked through it. Um, but it's not to say it isn't without its dangers. Uh, you see things lurk in these forests, Luke. I saw the biggest rattlesnake I've ever seen in my life there. Really? Fucking, oh my god! I've seen a lot of rattlesnakes, and they usually just like, oh shit, okay. This thing was massive. I didn't know they could get that big. I didn't know that they were in New Jersey. Dude, they're hiking their way up to Maine. That's the climate change is fucking shit up. I hate that. I don't like that. Oh, oh, we got black widows now too. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, we need something to take care of the brown recluses that we have. So maybe they'll battle yeah, it too. out for supremacy. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, but there are strange tales that have come out of the Jersey Pine Barrens in like first centuries. Uh, the ghost of Captain Kidd is said to haunt the Barrens, as well as the Black Dog, which is like a demonic hellhound that's unnaturally large with yellow glowing eyes. Uh, there's also something called the Blue Hole, which I guess has legends surrounding it. It's like a bottomless pool of water that's like blue compared to the brown water that's all around. It. I don't know. I didn't look into it because it sounded fucking stupid, but... <laughs> Uh, but there's one thing above all of these that has terrified locals and outsiders alike for nearly 300 years. Uh, a beast said to be a product of hell itself, a nightmarish chimera with the head of a horse, the cloven hooves of a goat, the leathery wings of a bat, and a cry so haunting it'll send shivers down the spine of even the most hardened mountain men. And as Luke already uh, ruined it, that beast is known as the Jersey Devil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now... The Jersey Devil is one of the most recognizable cryptids in the world. Definitely top five alongside like Nessie, Bigfoot, Chupacabra, and the Mothman. You know what I mean? Like he's got a hockey team named after him. Yeah. And <laughs> there have been hundreds, if not thousands of sightings over the past 300-ish years. Uh, some credible and some not so much. <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, they didn't the situation say you saw it? Yeah, dude, everyone says they saw it, dude. Like, it's fucking... <laughs> oh. I really wish I didn't make that up. I Yeah. Because that would have been, been the best episode of Jersey Shore. Dude, he just <laughs> he goes just back to whatever spirals. boardwalk t-shirt shop. He's like, God, you never fucking believed, though. I fucking saw the Jersey Devil. Oh, I got a tan from its red glowing eyes, dude. It's like a fucking heat light. Ah. I can't see too good, though. <laughs> I got pink eye now, uh, <laughs> but that's not from the devil. That's from eating ass. <laughs> uh, well, one fun fact about the Jersey devil is that it was designated the state's official demon in 1938, which leads me to believe that there are other demons there. Or am I making that up? I'm not. You're not going to be able to see me for a second. I am Googling the shit out of that. <laughs> oh, Philadelphia actually uh, ha does say that. The Jersey Devil is theirs too. Really? Yeah. Shit. I don't like that. 
All right, so I know what I'm going to be a real bitch about at the next town hall meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, while many people know the name, not many people know of this like fucked up Devil Spawn's origin story. So I want you to think of this episode as the Jersey Devil version of like Solo or X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> But better, not or cheers to Frazier. Yeah, it's, it's but just think of it not as a complete waste of time and energy. Maybe this episode could suck and you could hate it. I really don't know. We'll see. But uh, you want to dive into this thing? Oh, fuck yeah, buddy. All right. So the Jersey Devil's origin story is a bit murky, just like with any folkloric beasts throughout history, uh, with different sources citing similar events, but with a few details changed. And I'm going to do my best to go over all of them with you. Uh, so let's start with probably the most popular version of the story. This is the one I'm most familiar with. I'm sure you're probably familiar with it too. Uh, and I'm sure those listening as well. And that story goes that in 1735, a resident of the Pine Barrens, a young woman known, I say young, I don't really know how old she is, but a young woman. This was, she's <laughs> already, yeah. she's old. Bullshit, she's not old. A lady. Well, this is also 1735, an old lady okay, then. Old for the time. Yeah, she, like she's, she's 29. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but this woman is known as Mother Leeds, who by now was already a mother of 12. Uh, she had found out that she was expecting her 13th child, which I got to say, that is fucking too many kids. <laughs> now, it's important to note that Mother Leeds and her family, while being related to some of the earliest settlers of New Jersey, they weren't really living like the lap of luxury her husband was a drunk with a weak work ethic and an even weaker pullout game. <laughs> so really quick, I just Googled it. Uh, hopefully she started having kids at a respectable, like good age. Probably not for the time. But yeah. if you pumped him out one after another, got pregnant right after the baby came out, that's nine and a half years to have 13 kids. Yep. That's too many kids in too short amount of time. <laughs> So I'm hoping she's at least mid thirties, but that means just, but first of all, that just means that that's like half of those kids are still toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Oh no, that, that, that home must be a hellscape. Oh, it's a nightmare. But <laughs> so like I said, her husband was a drunk and he didn't, he didn't do shit for them. Uh, so when she found out that she was pregnant again, uh, it's safe to say that she wasn't super stoked on the idea. So one source I used, which was weirdnewjersey.com, said that she was, quote, reaching the point of absolute, absolute exacerbation upon learning about <laughs> learning upon her 13th child. And like, yeah, dude, I would be, too. That is too many fucking kids. I get to that level when there's a kid screaming in a restaurant. So like, yeah, it, <laughs> if that's your whole life times 13, <laughs> it was it was at this point that she raised her arms and cursed the heaven, shouting, let this one be a devil. Uh, essentially cursing her unborn child, her family, and inadvertently the Pine Barrens for centuries to come. Now, only a few short months later, on a violently stormy night, Mother Leeds, at this point completely forgetting that she may or may not have doomed this child with a hex, uh, went into labor. Which is, uh, which in the early 1700s must be fucking terrifying, giving birth. I can't imagine. Dude, you got like, you got to roll a nat twenty to get through that. Like yeah, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with her husband and small child army hanging out in one room, Mother Lee's was in another, surrounded by some local midwives uh, who were there to help deliver the baby. Now, according to legend, the birth went 
without a hitch. And mother and father leads were the proud parents of a bouncing, beautiful baby boy. Were they proud, though? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Do they seem more like remorseful parents? They probably just indifferent. Yeah, just dead inside already. Yeah, she wasn't stoked yeah. to begin with. She did curse this child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know much about giving birth, obviously, or women's anatomy, but I got to assume. I'll go ahead and say I'm an expert. I'm a man. With, I'm a white man with a microphone. Let's, let's get into it. <laughs> I got to assume that by kid 13, they just got to kind of like fall out of you at that point. Right. Like you're I can't imagine you're doing much <laughs> to get this fucking kid out. 100 percent sure it still sucks every time. Oh, sure. It sure doesn't feel good. But I mean, like you're 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 a pro with it. First of all, to have that many kids by that age in that time period, you have to be a pro at it. The midwives have to be a pro at it. I guess. I don't know. But anyways, but uh, but their joy or lack thereof of becoming a parent for the 13th time was short lived because the forgotten curse mother leads placed upon her child all those months ago was now taking hold. The once beautiful and healthy child was now transforming into a nightmarish hell spawn, a demon made real, basically. So first the baby started so a toddler. <laughs> First, the baby started growing at an incredibly rapid rate. Talons ripped through and replaced its fingers. Horns shot out of its head. Its back split open and leathery bat wings unfurled from within. uh, Hair and feathers now covering all over the once human body. And its eyes grew larger and its now terrifying and horrific head and began to glow a bright and dreadful red. It was then that the beast turned on its mother just absolutely fucking shredding her to pieces. And then once it was finished with her, it turned its attention to the midwives, flying at them and just ripping them apart limb from limb, all while producing an unearthly and demonic scream from its gnarled and deformed face. Now, after making quick work of a group of terrified old women, it decided it needed a bit of a challenge, and it wanted to take on a more formidable opponent and that came in the form of a drunk a and cube. a drunk and a twelve and twelve terrified children. <laughs> so it bust down the door to the next room where its father and siblings were, and just slaughtered as many of them as it could. Uh, those lucky enough to have survived the encounter just kind of watched on in horror as it mauled, maimed, and mutilated the rest of the family. Uh, and then once it's uh, lust for blood or whatever was satisfied. The Jersey Devil, Jersey Devil, sprinted across the room, shot up the chimney like a fucked up Santa Claus, destroying it in the process and leaving behind just a pile of corpses and rubble. Uh, and it, it escaped into the Pine Barrens, basically claiming the territory for himself. Uh, obviously, the Jersey Devil is said to still reside in the Pine Barrens to this day, terrorizing anyone who has the misfortune of coming across it. And yeah, and that's that's one of the origin stories of the Jersey Devil, a.k.a. the Leeds Devil. How you feeling, Luke? I mean, at least it's not like an Oedipus complex. Like, yeah, he <laughs> killed his dad, but at least like he just killed his mom, too. Didn't give her number 14. True, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Luke. <laughs> that took you a second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that did bum me out. <laughs> but yeah, so I said didn't. I know, I know, but then I, in my head, I pictured it for like a split second, and it was all it was like a weird fan art, deviant art thing in my head going for a second. Like I, I, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so is that oh, the, it is, exists? Is that the story that you're familiar with? I was that's the one I was familiar with. 
Oh, uh, I don't remember. I'm not familiar with him killing the kids too. Yeah. Um, I've heard the one where he just fucks up his mom and then bails. Yeah. So, like I said, that was that's just one of the origin stories, or at least like the most like metal and awesome version of it. Like I said, there's a few variations of it. One version, because realistically, at, at this point, right now, the o- only credible witnesses are toddlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was dad's that, dead, I, mom's dead, midwife's dead. Well, I assume that anyone who lived would have been above the age of seven. I feel like the the older kids would have. So technically, with my math, it, about ten years old is the minimum for a surviving child. Yeah, it would have to be. Which. Until you're 18, I don't believe a word that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> and that's actually a lie. 24. <laughs> no, no. One version states that instead of it instantly turning and killing its mother once it transformed, uh, once it was born and transformed, Mother Leeds kept it inside and hidden from the outside world uh, before one day uh, the devil snapped and then killed her before taking off into the pines. Uh, another one is pretty much the same, but instead of transforming, uh, she just birthed like a full on Jersey devil, like fully grown with horns and wings and shit. Just fucking right out of there. Oh, dad's not getting sloppy toppy for at least a couple months. Nothing. (laughs) Shut down down there, bud. Uh, uh, another road closed for maintenance. (laughs) Uh, another version that I couldn't find the full story of claims that mother Leeds was a witch. And that the father of the child was just Satan himself, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, The last variation of the story, and arguably the saddest of them, uh, is one of a young woman from Leeds Point, New Jersey, who fell in love with a British soldier. Uh, And since this was like right around the time of the Revolutionary War, the townsfolk didn't really take too kindly to their affair and cursed the girl. And when she got pregnant, uh, she then birthed the the soldier's child, which was the Jersey Devil, which is kind of sad. Do you think when they hooked up, it was called the teabag party? <laughs> uh, we're full grown men in our thirties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so there you have it. Uh, the Jersey Devil's many origin stories. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it. I think what I want to do is next week I want to go over some of the sightings, and then also I want to go into some of the theories about who Mother Leeds is, because there's a few theories about who she was, because no one really knows. There are some that are pretty credible, and there's the one where she says she's a witch. I don't fucking know about that, but we can do that next week if you want. You can't be a witch back then. Um, I mean, you rumors could. Rumors hasn't come. Rumors hasn't come out yet. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac is still centuries away. That that's when it starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stevie Nicks really brought witchcraft to the forefront of American society. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, Luke. Well, Jersey Devil. What do you think? Are you, are, are you a believer? You are a believer in the Jersey Devil? Something's got to be fucked up there. After hearing, this, after, after, hearing that, this story, I, after hearing this story, you're going to be like, yeah, no, this this tracks. Yeah. Have you seen Childbirth? <laughs> it's awful. Like, I, I, I can't imagine in all of recorded history one time it just wasn't worse. I feel like this is just a cautionary tale that got taken, like, way out of hands. What's the cautionary tale? Be better at pulling out? Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. I mean, I, okay. <laughs> like. Dude, they had little Dicky doing the Trojan ads a couple of years ago. I guess that's our <laughs> modern day version. <laughs> uh, but no, you you've hiked through there. Like, listen, I don't talk about it a lot, but I saw some weird shit on the Appalachian Trail that oh, I'm sure you I did. can't explain. Like, so, and uh, most of it was right around there. 
Really? Do you want me to tell the story? Kind of, yeah. All right. So I'm not in New Jersey. I just crossed over the state line. Uh, so are you in New York now? Uh, so yeah, I was in New York right over the New Jersey line. Yeah. And I'm completely alone. Uh, so set up camp on like the one flat spot that I can find. And I keep hearing footsteps directly outside my tent. Uh. So my tent at that point didn't have the fly on it. So I can, if I get up and look, I can see around. It's just mesh. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's super not chill. Well, were you, were you alone? Because you don't hike it alone, right? You got to be, I'm sure there's like a party. No, at this point I was alone. Okay. No, like no one could be seen for as far as I could see. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. So this technically wasn't Pine Barren, but I could see the dark spots that still would have constituted as a Pine Barren. Yeah. And I keep hearing that all night. So the sky goes dark. So I end up putting my tent fly on, which I can pretty much do from just right in front of my tent. Yeah. Uh, the way my tent set up. And I wasn't too worried about it, like really raining. And if it really rained, I'd get out. I'd fix it, which is an important detail. I didn't really walk around my tent to fix it up so i i'm up the whole fucking night hearing random sounds and at this point i'm over 1500 miles through the wilderness yeah i know what it sounds like and i keep hearing stuff that just sounds like it's right next to my tent i keep poking my head out and flashing my flashlight around and nothing one sleepless night later (laughs) sun comes up i get out of my tent and I look, and there's footprints that it just looked like they were circling my tent. Oh, God, dude. Over and over. And I was like, I didn't walk around this site that much. I put my foot down to where it was. It was bigger than mine. I don't like that. I don't like that, that one was bit, not dude. my Fuck. feet. <clears throat> dude, I hiked so fast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I would have broken down. Camp. I would have left my shit. I, like, didn't, I, no, I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't have anything. I just fucking shoved my, my tent in my bag and booked it out of there yeah dude fuck that but it wasn't cloven so that means it wasn't the it was not devil, so that's good oh but what if it's like lycanthropy rules where oh maybe nighttime devil or what if it was the ghost of uh what was it captain Christmas past captain kid or it's, whatever that dude was the man <laughs> i think <laughs> Oh wait, no. The dude, the ghost of Christmas present was the man. The ghost of Christmas past gave me nightmares. Yeah, he was a he was a terrifying motherfucker. It was the it was also the future one, wasn't it? The one that was like basically death. No, he's just yeah, he, whatever. Grim Reaper, and yeah. I'm I'm talking about the real Dickens with the Muppets. Oh, oh, oh I thought you were going to say Scrooged with Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, not mm, the second best retelling. <laughs> That's fair no, enough. A Muppets Christmas Carol. And oh. then the, the ghost of Christmas past, that little redhead chick. Yeah. Like, the, oh, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after her, you get the biggest bro on earth. The big, and she's yeah. like, let's get drunk and eat food. And it was just like, this dude rocks. All right. So thank you very much for ever listening, everyone. Um, Luke, don't ever go camping alone by yourself again, or else you will get eaten I will. by a monster. I know you will. You'll do what it. What kind of eating? What? Huh? I said, what kind of eaten? You're going to get eaten. Like from behind? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
I love jokes that take you a second. Oh, God damn it. All right. Well, um, before we sign off, uh, I just want to share one quick thing. Uh, my buddy John Manning, a.k.a. Ging, uh, he just had a massive brain bleed. Uh, he had an, an aneurysm, basically, and he's now in the ICU at Mass General. Uh, he, uh, he, His family set up a GoFundMe to help uh, with some of his medical needs. So if, if you want, I'm going to put the episode, uh, the Go find me link in the episode description. It'd also be in our Instagram. So if you just want to go and donate, they're about halfway to their goal. Uh, the goal is ten thousand. They're at five thirty. They're at five point fifty three hundred. Jesus Christ! Why can I not talk? <laughs> so yeah, it's almost like you set up a podcast about drinking. I know, dude. All right, but yeah, just uh, <laughs> it's 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 been pretty hard for them. Uh, so if you want, just head to the link in the episode description. Also head to the link in our Instagram profile. And if you want to just donate a buck or two, that'd be really cool. Uh, like I said, they're about halfway to their goal. Uh, so yeah, I'll put that in there. Uh, Luke, there's also going to be another link, uh, just uh, kofi.com slash Luke, just to buy me a, uh, I just want like a really good sandwich from this one place. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like $40. So instead of that one, uh, if you could just put it in to the other one, no, don't do that. I'd be really mad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all the proceeds from Luke's sandwich fund will also go to, uh, helping out gang in his, I, his time. Everything that goes into my sandwich fund, I will double and go into the other one. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so the, much. The link is a 404. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cryptic Cocktail. Uh, follow us on Insta, uh, Twitter, X, Twitter. What is it now? It's always going to be Twitter. Yeah, follow I on- don't care at all about fucking muskie's little goddamn fetish for x yeah follow us on twitter at cryptic cocktail tiktok cryptic cocktail party uh with that i don't think i got anything else to plug you can follow luke on instagram at spring luke and i think and the wicked folk and the wicked folk so to go do that and with that luke do you want to say bye to everyone bye